Amos 5.24 declares, But let justice run down like waters, and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream flowing abundantly. Welcome to our first episode in Season 4 of Iona Speaks About Defending Self-Justice a platform used for us as women to hear how we can walk in our dominion through the power of voice and the strength of awareness. May this podcast bring hope through enlightenment for every listener on their journey to self-justice in Jesus' name. Wow. When God tells you to do something that you have never done before and to step out into the deep waters on a path that is uncharted for you, and then encourages you to have faith in him because he wants you to trust him and yourself as he positions you to expose another layer of vulnerability in and through you. What do you do? Well, listeners, the first thing I did was question God, and then I held my breath. So our wonderful creator of this universe, God Almighty, had to remind me to breathe and then Don't forget to exhale. I initially panicked in 2019 when my amazing husband reminded me that one of my gifts was my voice and that this gift was going to launch me into another space of being a conscientious influencer. Now, what does that mean? I am still learning. But what I've come to realize is that what you say and what you don't say matters. Although I felt that I was vulnerable enough during the first three seasons, there is still more vulnerability required for me. So there is more of God's truth to be told. And what is truth? Well, according to the Oxford Dictionary, truth is defined as the quality or state of being true, being in accordance with fact or reality, and a fact or belief that is accepted as true. Through the first three seasons, You have come along with me on an unprecedented journey, listening to powerful guests as voices were heard in becoming defenders of self-justice. So I welcome you and invite you to continue listening to this podcast as we enter into our fourth season, where you will be hearing the authenticity of God's truth occurring within the lives of dynamic women who have experienced loss, abuse, shame, being on the edge of death, and so many other situations as they chose to embrace courage to become resilient as they moved into great that great mindset of victory. Now, what better way to start this season off where we step into God's truth about ourselves than for me to share a private journey that I have been experiencing that not even all of my closest friends understood in its brevity. As my website was officially launched on October 14th, 2022, it was both a promise revealed and a surreal moment filled with gratefulness because there was a timeline that shared the most vulnerable moments of my life. And one of those moments you really couldn't even see when you were looking at me. On the day after Thanksgiving in 1989, as a 19-year-old collegiate sophomore, while the weather was cool, the sun was shaded, and snowflakes bursted through the sky, I set forth with my father in the passenger seat 
and my good friend in the backseat, driving as part of a family convoy to the home of my paternal grandparents to have yet another family celebration of Thanksgiving. The only memories I have of that day are waking up and feeling saddened and a little disappointed that I didn't have the relationship with my mother that I desired. Having an encouraging conversation with my aunt about this, hearing my cousins laugh and play in the midst of arguing with my dear friend, resulting in them changing their minds to even get in the vehicle that I was driving. Being the middle vehicle in our family convoy and merging onto the highway before we would travel onto the road where the unbelievable would happen, surging my family and a multitude of friends into warring prayers and increased faith forever changing my life. In the timeline, there is a picture of a burgundy Oldsmobile Delta 88 four-door sedan, completely smashed, which my aunt revealed was either the exact vehicle or the exact replica of the car I was driving. Now, I've never seen this image, nor did I ever desire to, until I actually started gathering photos for my website. My aunt and uncle had seen the exact vehicle as they went to the junkyard to ensure that all of our belongings were extracted after the specifically crafted technological machine called the Jaws of Life had to cut the roof off of the vehicle and lift us all out to safety. My father saw the vehicle after being discharged from the hospital. However, as I said before, I don't remember anything after I merged onto the first highway. So I learned about all these other juicy nuggets of what occurred on that day and the days after from various family members, because after being in a short-term coma, I was also experiencing short-term memory. A memory that my papa shared with me that I treasure daily is that when the surgeon described seeing an image in the hospital room that was not a member of his surgical team, he was floored. He was just about to code me. He was about to say, you know what? Her heart has stopped and we can't do anything else to bring her back. And he was going to share that news with my family. But in that memory that my pop-up shared with me, he said that the whole family was in the waiting room praying and singing. And they told this surgeon that that image was Jesus. So Jesus was always a part of my surgical team. And I am so thankful that he is because that is why I am here. Now it has been almost 33 years since that divine situation took place. Yet it wasn't until February 2007 that I actually began to fully start living. You see, during the year of 2006, I was out of work for four and a half months because I was in pain and my equilibrium was off. In the midst of knowing that I was healed, walking as I was healed, knowing that I was a miracle, I was still suffering and no one knew why until I was led to a specialist office where they looked at several scans of my head 
and even said to me, I don't even know why you're not functioning or how you're actually functioning. They said this because of the positioning of where the sinal mass was located in my skull fracture. So he proceeded to introduce me to another specialist that had just recently joined their practice, who happened to be one of the few surgeons in the world who specialized in extracting masses just as this from this area with so much expertise. So after the surgery in 2007, my equilibrium was restored and I experienced just minor pain through the years. Then at the end of 2017, 10 years later, the pain became more intensifying. And after prolonging the inevitable, back onto the surgical table I went in 2018. Then through the management of pain tolerance, on the evening of November 29th, 2022, I went to bed in debilitating pain, hoping and praying that specific healing prayers, rest, a cold compress, two Tylenols, a mixture of frankincense, sandalwood, and lavender essential oils at the centralized location of the pain on my head would allow me to awaken and be able to function once more. However, that was not the case. As I awakened during the early morning hours in excruciating pain, and after further medication, healing prayer, breathing exercises, with no sleep, the pain didn't subside, but increased to the point that I wasn't even able to talk. Through consistent healing prayers, visits with my specialist, three rounds of antibiotics, two rounds of prescription medications for pain, breathing exercises, a number of essential oils, neuroacupuncture treatments, and rest throughout the day, I became determined that no matter what changes I may or may not have to make in my life, I am embracing every day with great abundance to do what God has called me to do. And what is that? To be a defender of his justice for my life which says, I will live and not die, but declare the word of the Lord, that I am fearfully and wonderfully made, that this voice that he gave me is for his glory, to reveal the very essence of his love, that no matter how many mistakes I may make, I belong to him and I will not stop moving forward. I will continue guiding others by practicing sensitivity and submission to his presence and his direction. So join me in this season to hear the dynamic testimonies of women who have also refused to be silenced in the midst of their pain. Now, if you are a part of my website and you've been seeing the press release that went out. You read that I am actually going to be having a monthly newsletter. Well, as changes have to be made because of what I'm experiencing, it's not going to be monthly newsletters this year. However, I will be putting out quarterly newsletters with the first one 
going out in the month of April. So as we conclude this episode, I trust that every woman and mother listening be empowered to walk in your dominion as you realize there is value in your life through all of your experiences so that you can become the defenders of self-justice. Thank you for listening to Iona Speaks about defending self-justice, and I encourage you to be intentional about who you are, what you do, and how you do it.